Welcome back to another episode of the Culture Captures Spotlight Podcast. My name is Joe, and today I'm being joined with Cammy. Yo, what's up, man? Yo, so thanks for setting the time aside for uh, being here. Um, the time of recording, you just had like you've had like two songs drop um, in the last like couple days. We'll get into it, but like, how are you how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good, bro. I'm good. It's cold. Yeah, I was just. Uh, and fucking Cabo, and I'm back in Chicago and shit. When did you get back from Cabo? Um, like a couple of days ago, like on the seventh or eighth or something. Were you out there for New Year's or not? Uh, did we go out there for New Year's? No, we left on a third. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's nice yeah. though. It's it's nice to get out of the <laughs> the cold. Um. I'm hoping to do the same soon myself, but like for the people listening, um, who don't already know, like a little bit about you, like kind of go into detail, like who you are, what you do, the whole, like the whole deal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I guess my name is Kami and I, I breathe. I, uh, I just, I, I, I like to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah. You selling yourself short uses really talented artist too that's something else that he does um and like again i'm really excited to talk about um some of the stuff you've been putting out recently it's just like really some of the best music i've been hearing been streaming your stuff a lot so again super excited to have you on the podcast um so like one of my kind of like first questions for you is just kind of like the growing up in chicago um you know, I'm not from here. I'm from Massachusetts. So like, you know, my whole like perspective on your guys's music scene is just way different of like, it's just way more of an option for people to jump into. And like, how much would you say like growing up in Chicago has been like, a like resource to kind of like lean into music and get started? Um, I mean, Chicago, like, just growing up here. Um, I guess you could get into a couple of things, you know what I mean? Like, you're always, like, it's just a couple of different routes that you could take. And I feel like um, music just happened to be around so all the time and so much that uh, I just gravitated towards it. Like, like, just even as a kid in Chicago, like, music was, like, super important. Or not even important, but, like, just prevalent um in a sense of like you know like in elementary school like you listening to music trying to get on girls like that's when Lil Bow Wow was out and stuff like that then you you go up a little bit you, it's like Lil Wayne and all that shit so it's just like you just music was just always such a part of life and part of the culture that in some way form or fashion you were trying to emulate it and it just you know again like I think it just comes down to like I feel like everybody who's who's ever loved music has at least tried to make a song in some capacity or freestyle or some shit like that. And it just comes down to like if you feel like you're good at it or not and just actually um trying to stay consistent at it. So I'm guessing you probably started making music at like a really young age then, like ten, eleven. Yeah. Yeah, like first rap definitely was. I remember me and um, Fresco was like in third grade trying to make a rap. Well, we did make a rap group, 
and like perform that shit in front of our class and all that type of shit. So it's just like from from early, I definitely wanted to rap and wanted to make music and wanted to be an artist and all of that. But I don't think it was until I, you know, like even just having like African parents, they 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 like kind of just was like, nah, you can't be that. You or not that you can't be that, but you better not. Like the chances of doing this is one in a billion, whatever. So, uh, it's just, you know, once you grow up, you kind of start to make those decisions and take those risks for yourself. And, um, you know, it's always cool to see any type of reaction to anything that you put out. No, that's just a really good point though, because like that whole message where you're saying like take risks and like kind of, avoid molds people put on you in terms of what you want to create and emulate um like with your life that's just like a really important message for people to kind of like understand especially for people out there who want to like really go out and create something um and like what is kind of your creation process like when you're in the like studio or you're just kind of stepping into the booth like making a song um yeah i mean like nowadays it'd be more or less about having something to talk about um i think earlier on it used to just be like trying to like make a song whether that meant rhyming words and just saying the craziest shit just just really just trying to make a song from a to b like like just just i don't know just free firing like anything could be a song, you know what I mean? Like just coming up with shit on the spot. And that shit still happens for sure. But I think now the best songs that I make or the way that I be trying to approach shit is just like actually having something to say. Like if you was going to have a conversation with somebody or, you know, like have a meaningful conversation with somebody, you wouldn't just be unprepared for that conversation. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't just want to just go into that conversation not having anything to, talk, to actually talk about so treating the music the same way as like it's all conversational you want to step in with something to say and usually uh that should just figure itself out after you have the intention of having something to say so i wanted to bring this to your attention because i wasn't i wasn't really sure if you knew about it or not um <clears throat> 2022 is going to be like the 10 year anniversary of your debut mixtape light. Were you like aware of that? I did not know that at all. Um, Which is pretty, pretty impressive accomplishment and achievement for you that you've been able to put out and like grow from that uh, for 10 years and like build a real discography. Um, So like just kind of finding that out, what is that? Like, how does that kind of feel to hear? No, that's crazy. Cause I just remember making light and thinking, like, in my head, thinking, like, I was the best rapper in the world. Like, or like, I remember, like, my influences back then was, like, you know, like, Doom and, and, and all, like, I think even JLX had just came out with some crazy shit. And I just remember, like, man, like, hearing words I ain't never hear before and just like how they was putting them together so so intricately and just like you know 
like still finding a way to tell these stories or at least paint these like these images with the words and shit so i I remember feeling like man this is how i want to approach this shit like i really want to you know say the most lyrical spiritual miracle shit of all time and then that's how light came about you know what i mean just conceptually and it's so interesting because pushing past that the type the actual type of person that i am uh is way more freeform than that and just or at least the person i think i grew into being is way more freeform than that and way more like you know just like i i don't think everything has to be in things like i I really love things in their simplest form nowadays so it's just it's just always so interesting whenever i hear somebody say oh yeah light was or just that anybody who even knows about light is just was such a different time in my life yeah i mean that's just like 10 years there's a lot of growth that can happen right there's a lot of life real life events like outside of just music that are just (laughs) that are like abc that can happen and that really change a person change how you're gonna you know go about making and creating anything right and i think uh, like obviously again i'm no artist but like i understand what a creation process like looks like and what it takes to mold um together like different styles of things and to create one object and like i don't know it's really cool to just see like what you're what you're on now and compared to like 10 years ago and just that like development you know is just really incredible um what are some like other plans that you might have going into like the new year and like 2022 in general um i I mean I, i i just finished the album uh um yeah, like I just finished this album that I've been really excited about. Uh, I'm, um, you know, just getting back into just putting out music in general. Like even with um, with my friends collectively, like with all the same money shit. Like we're we're all just getting back into like feeling good about putting music out together again. Um, just you know like taking it back to the basics and just having fun with the shit again, not overthinking the shit and just, you know, just showing people that we, like, at least from my perspective, like just showing people that I'm active and trying to be consistent because it's always been a conversation. Like, oh yeah, you should, uh, you should blow this year. Or you should do this this year. And I'm like, I just always, drop something and then just kind of go silent for a little minute, just go live life and shit like that. But right now I'm pretty focused on music and putting music out and, and trying to connect with um, my fans and, and people who subscribe to me and shit like that. So that's wonderful to hear. That's wonderful to hear. Like recently um, it's tail end of 2021, but you dropped that Noah's Ark song with the video and that was one of the coolest, coolest videos like I've seen of the year. Um, can you talk about that day, like what the shoot was like? Shout out to the uh, video crew that did that too. Yeah, no, nah, it was my homie um, Alec Boss. I think I'm saying his last name right, and his uh, and Max. Um, but we came up with this idea. We came up with several ideas for that video. And again, like going back to 
simplest form, I kind of just wanted just something to uh, represent, like, the the idea of of where that song fits in the album. Um, you know, I think the album, without saying too much about it, it's like this idea and this journey of, of uh, isolation and separation and all of that type of stuff. So I kind of wanted to start approaching the visual themes of that. And I know, like, one of the things about the video is, like, oh, it doesn't go wrong because the song is, like, fast-pacing and shit like that. But for me, it's, like, that's, A, what felt good to me, and, B, I feel like um, not all, like, sometimes art is to be challenged like not ironically you know what i mean like it's not a it's not for the sake of just being like oh i'm gonna make a music video that doesn't go it's like that shit felt good to me and i was like it shouldn't always have to be linear uh what you know what you're seeing versus what you're what you're hearing in the context of it being a music video it shouldn't always have to be like oh this is a fast-paced song so i need a fast-paced i need fast-paced cuts and all that shit or this is a dance song so i need like hello hello girls or hello women in the video doing da 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 and just those are just two examples but i think we get so caught up and obviously it's like there is a there is something to the the I guess, for lack of a better word, science to, like, the stimulation of, like, seeing something and then seeing and then hearing something that goes with it at the same pace and rhythm. But I think that it's cool to try to challenge that and see what you can get out of that shit, which is what the Noah's Ark video was for me. No, it was a, it was a really, like, incredible uh, video. It got a huge response and, like, kind of got a lot of love from the city. And just like the industry, which was really cool to see too, because I mean it was December when that did you film it in December? No, nah, hell no, nah. shit just took a while because like, <laughs> like it just took a while. That shit wasn't um like we like I was really out on that water and with, like the the visual effects was the thing that took the most time. Right on, because I was gonna say if you film that any time within the last like month and a half, they weren't telling you how cold we were in that video. But if you filmed that months ago, I get you. That's cool. And like, um, today I think Unif the day we're recording this, Unified just dropped too with uh Perp and uh Vic. What right today? They dropped yeah, today or yesterday? Uh yeah, I think like earlier. Oh no, yeah, yesterday. What's the what's today? The twelfth? Yeah, the eleventh. Okay. So and you dropped uh, another single recently too. So you're leading up to put out the album, and I know you don't want to like say too much, but is there anything that you could maybe tease or offer up on it, like the name or when it might be dropping? Um, I want to drop it, you know, and, and like as of right now, I'm pushing for a March release, like somewhere in March, um, maybe even April. Uh, it is done. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, just all the usual shit, just trying to come up with marketing and how we going to push it and just make sure that we we putting it out in a good, in a way where everybody can receive it. 
and have a have the opportunity to to actually hear it. That's dope. And like every every artist is different when they're working on an album. But did you have like a set time frame roughly that you started working on this project, or was it one of those things where you've just been working on music with kind of no album in mind for like years, and then have kind of just looked through the catalog? Nah, um, I was hella trying to make an album. Uh, I I made like two albums trying to make this album. Um, I didn't really feel good about the other two. So I just kind of kept going. And um, this this album came out of, I guess, the fact that I didn't like the other two albums. Like it helped me kind of center a good theme for this album. And I mean, yeah, it just took shape. That's that's wild though. You went through. You've had two full like renditions of this album that you know the fans are gonna get to see. That's really, that's that really shows and the like how much you've put in on it. So I'm I'm excited to hear it. Um, what was it like though when you have like even when you you hear the first rendition, and there's that like setback for you as a creative and like as the artist. Like how did you handle like a situation like that? Um. I mean, I think that you just gotta keep going. Like it's it's as simple as that. It was like you're not gonna hit every shot, you're not gonna win every game type shit. It's that it's that simple. It's like for the love of the the love of the game type shit. Like, do you want to keep keep playing? Like, do you want to keep doing what you're doing? So, and if that's the if that's truly it, then you're gonna find yourself progressing no matter what. And um. Yeah, you just by the time you look up, you you where you want to be. I think it's just, it's the uh, the ups and downs. It's just not getting caught in the downs and just really having faith that you're gonna get back up. So, um, it just it, it, it ain't no stopping. Like you can fail a million times, it only take like once one or two times to to change everything. Where you got people listening to what you're saying. No, that's a that's a really good point. And um I mean, I wanted to ask you too before we kind of transition into just like what you do when you're not making music and working on your craft. Um you're obviously like you're one of the members of Save Money and you co-founded Leather Corduroys and I wanted to know kind of like for each group like when did you kind of start with the affiliation and get involved and um how did you kind of get involved too? Uh, I mean, that's just, it, like, there was no, like, meeting and team that, like, anything like that. We're just actually friends. We've known each other since childhood, all of that type of shit. So it just, it just was natural. Like, we all ended up doing the same thing. So at one point, we just had to call it something or we wanted to call it something. And then for a long time, we just was doing, you know, everybody was finding their individual success and, to whatever degrees and shit. But, you know, I think now, um, I think there is, like, I think we've all grown to understand the importance of community. And just, we we are we are always, we talk to each other every day, literally. Um, so we just was like, let's put it back together. Let's, let's just do it. You know, we only get one of this 
one of these life things. So like, let's just do it to the full, fullest capacity one time and see what happens. Was like, was what's just kind of happened over the last couple of years, like globally been like a big part of wanting to get it back together. And like, like you've said in, earlier in the show and just now, like you guys are friends, you know, and you, you guys make great music together and it's about fun. Like part of creating music is it's fun as hell. Right. And it's like this fucking addicting process and to be around. Is that, so is that kind of like one of the main driving forces of why you guys are about to make a big push this year? Um, yeah, it's just fun, like having fun and, and just, you know, like knowing how to work with each other and, and just respecting each other's like ideas and opinions. And that makes it fun again. Um, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just really that, like, I can't really, I don't think it's too much, um, too much past it. No, you're right. And um, I wanted to also talk about like, so yeah, like the things you do when you just have free time and you're not, you're not in the zone on making music. Um, like what are some kind of hobbies that you have that you just enjoy to pursue? Man, I'm into everything, man. I don't know. Like I, I like, I, I recently um, I've been traveling a lot, just trying to see new places like, me and my girl like just like to try to well like we we've just started but like I goal wise is like trying to just travel, see places. Um obviously I'm really love branding and fashion and, and shit like that. So I'm always like keeping a hit for that shit. Um trying to get back into doing like shoots modeling shoots and stuff like that um just you know just all the auxiliary being an artist but at the same time like i like future wise like um i wrote a book um i want to get it published that's one of my goals like my short-term goals um and uh yeah like i'm just taking it one thing that inspires me at the time. You wrote a whole book? Yeah, yeah. Well, so one of the albums I, I made, I wrote a book to go with it. And um, I think that the book is like good by like standing alone by itself, but I need to finish illustrating it and then I need to figure out how to publish it. But the book is written. It's, it's done. How, how long is the book? It's like stylized like a, ch a children's book, so it's not that long. It's like about twelve pages. Yeah, but that's hard though. I've always had like, interest in doing stuff like that. Yeah, like I, I kind of just wanted to be like a coffee book or a coffee table type book situation. Oh, that's smooth. And when did you kind of come up with the idea for it? You just like while creating the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard. And what are some places you want to like? travel to that you haven't been to yet um um i don't know i know we want us to go to like morocco um i want to go back to, uh, i gotta go back out to ghana um um want to get back and get back to tokyo soon um uh, 
just, just you know, just wherever it comes, like wherever you see some shit interesting going down, and and all. But those are the main three places. I know I, I've always wanted to go to Nice. I, like I've been to Paris before, but I never went to Nice. And um, I would love to like go these places and actually partner with um, you know just instead of just going like on vacation, just partner with some sort of publication and just kind of document the experiences and shit like that and go do specific things and just give like a perspective, um, you know, like from an artist's perspective or just from a nigga from Chicago's perspective on just being in the world and shit. Because I think it's important, um, like, for people to have that type of representation where it's like, um, it's digestible where it's like, oh, a person kind of just like me went over here and this is how he experienced it. So, you know, if I'm getting to go somewhere or I at some point feel like I want to go to like, there's some sort of blueprint or some sort of like translatable experience to give people. No, that's a really cool point. I, that's a really cool film project too to like follow you to like different countries and hear like what it's like for someone who's from Chicago to like be in those places. Um, I think that's like, I agree. It'd be a really good resource too for just people to hear and it's something they should get to like hear, find the, find the partner for you to, or production company to go do that. Um, I ask every guest this on the show and you mentioned you're into fashion. Um, so I'm curious to kind of know what are your three favorite sneaker shoe models that you've been wearing like heavy in rotation mm, sneaker shoe models uh, hmm. uh pyre moth makes a shoe that i probably wear every day the, the original collab with reebok i like the silhouette on that shoe a lot um i guess uh timeless shoe can't go wrong with no um for white forces but they just up the price on them bitches to 90 to 100 dollars so i might boycott them for a while <laughs> there's no reason for that that's 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 kind of like um oh, what else what else man um skepta made a shoe this year that i really i really like uh versatile wise like I wear it to the gym and then I would wear it like it's still like a, a nice shoe where you could wear it with some um some trousers and shit like that. Awesome. Uh, you said Skepta that, too? Yes. Yeah, That's hard. See, I like this peculiar these peculiar ass answers because I've gotten like Crocs, I get Jordan Ones for basically half the interviews. <laughs> like these are all I mean, like different. I'm not go wrong with no Jordan ones, but I'm just telling you what I'd be actually wearing, wearing trying to wear. Um, and then like to, just to keep it basic, some Jordan ones, like my off-white Jordan ones, uh, the the red ones, like just especially, um, you know, in recent events, um, I find myself back attached to that shoe, so. Um, those are the main three that I said I put on, or you could catch me with on. 
No, that's hard. And I feel like, yeah, especially with the whole, like, with Virgil's passing, I mean, that that hit everybody hard. Um, it was just, I remember exactly where I was getting that news and all of that. And um, what do you think is, good, like, the future with Off-White, like, products is going to look like? I don't just mean, like, the clothes. I mean, like, the line itself, like, where it kind of goes in the new direction. Like, Kanye is going to hopefully pick up, or yeah, is going to pick up where, like, he left off with Louis, so that's cool at least, right? Yeah, I mean, Off-White, the brand itself has been sold uh, for some time now. So they're probably going to continue to kind of regurgitate and 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 push those sounds. And I'm sure that, I'm pretty sure that to some degree, um, he left shit in, like not left shit in place, but built a team that kind of understood his vision hopefully but that can only go so far because that that doesn't really leave the room for the innovation um but i don't know i i, I don't have that answer you know what i mean like i i, I can only hope that like the 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 inspiration of that man uh pushes the next version of him to do you know there's so many other talented uh, uh, designers like him, like Samuel Ross and Heron Prestons and, um, you know, just uh, even um, Matthew Williams and shit like that. Like, it's just hella broad design that, you know, can be inspired by him to go just as hard. Oh, Kirby from Iron Moss. Uh, I think he's an amazing designer. Um, he, um, he's always a very innovative in whatever space that's been, that he's been able to carve out. So, you know, it's only time will tell, um, that answer. There's no, I don't, it can be like, this is what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. No, you're right. I, I get that. It's, it's just interesting because, like, I'm I'm more into, like, the sneaker side of it, like, fashion something that I've really picked up the last, like, couple years rather than, like, shoes I've been doing for, like, a damn near decade. And it's just, like, I, I just hope that the brand doesn't, like, like you were saying at the top, just doesn't, like, saturate the hell out of stuff in the future. And they really do a good job kind of, like, emulating and, like, mortalizing <laughs> uh, Virgil and what he kind of just created with it. Um, and what you were saying earlier about the uh, forces going up to a hundred, they should have just made the price go down if anything, like even just like, imagine if they were 65, cause then people would buy two pairs and then you'd make more money. Cause then it'd be like one thirty for two pairs versus 110 for one. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're trying to make it more of a premium too, or, or I don't know. It's just, it's just wild to me whenever some shit goes up that's been so consistent and you know the demographic of people who are buying these shoes are not the most rich people anyway, you know what I mean? So it's like when you up the price point, it's, it's like now you, you kind of are changing the demographic of people who have access to that shoe. And that's that shit kind of whack. So. Not valid. That's valid as hell. Um, I don't... I don't have any more questions for you. My my real like last point is just say your social medias and where people can listen to your music and uh, like again just follow you. 
man, follow me on Spotify. That is the that's probably the most um beneficial thing that motherfuckers can do for me right now. Follow me on Spotify. My IG there, my Twitter's there. They're both superstar commie on IG, uh a superstar with three R's at the end. Um but more importantly, commie on Spotify, all caps, go there, press follow. And that'll help me put some more music out, put some more content out, put some more vibes out and just keep it pushing. Well, thank you again for sitting down with us. It was really great to have you on the show. And this was another episode of the Culture Capture Spotlight podcast. Tune in next week for a new episode.